0: Welcome to Spotlight. I'm Connor Hussey, reporter for Private Fund CFO. Cybersecurity continues to be at the height of concerns for CFOs and asset managers alike as they're faced with unique challenges in protecting their businesses. Today we talk with Bart McDonough, founder and CEO of Agio, a firm providing specialized cybersecurity and IT management services to the private equity and asset management industries. He explains some of the opportunities Agio is seeing in the market, how cybersecurity can strengthen the bond between GPs and LPs and the need for firms to adopt tailored cybersecurity solutions.
1: Prior to founding Ajo, I spent about nine years at SAC Capital doing a variety of infrastructure and, and data security types of jobs. At SAC, prior to that, worked at a variety of other financial services. So really, for, for the past 20 years, I've spent my career completely in financial services, providing technology solutions to those organizations. Prior to founding Agio, I actually, as a part of SAC, tried to go out to the marketplace to find an outsourced provider of some of these services. And what I found is there were a lot of firms that were focused on providing services to hedge funds and private equity firms, but they were really focused on being the entire IT department. They weren't looking to just supplement what an existing IT department was doing. And so I found a real gap in the marketplace where I think there was a, a need for a vendor to provide these specialized services to private funds, but maybe not looking to take over the entire IT department. And so thus, Agio was born in 2010.
0: As Agio has evolved over the last 10 years, so is the scope of work that GPs have undertaken. And more than ever, they now require tailored solutions to managing their LPs' data effectively.
1: We do a great job of providing a lot of intelligence to the firms to the GPs so that they can operate with the the competence and knowledge that they are operating not only from a cost-efficient manner but also very securely and give them the intelligence so that they stay ahead of the threat landscape out there it's very dynamic uh, if they were trying to manage that on their own it's difficult they don't see what we see we see the the threats from hundreds of firms or, or those, those threats on hundreds of firms And so I think we can really help GPs speak to their LPs with great confidence that they're doing everything they're doing securely.
0: While CFOs often list data management and cybersecurity as some of their top concerns today, board members still aren't quite up to date with cybersecurity integration.
1: I think the first thing is to make sure that there's buy-in all the way at the top. So the C-suite, the board really believes in cybersecurity and knowing that they need to do it not only to keep their firms compliant, but also secure. So that's the first thing. The next thing was to establish some sense of governance, whatever that is. If that's a monthly meeting, if that's a quarterly meeting, where the key stakeholders in the firm are meeting regularly to discuss the threats and then the corresponding risk mitigation activities they can do. I think if you start there, you have a great foundation that you can really accelerate your firm's path to being a, a very secure
0: firm. Private equity and asset managers understand that cybersecurity matters are sensitive. But McDonough says they should be taking these matters even more seriously.
1: I think we all understand that cybersecurity is a threat, right? It's hard to go a day without seeing some new uh, news article about some breach or some threat. But somehow, I think people don't feel like it's going to affect them, whether they don't think their company is big enough or that they're not going to be the victim of, of the next attack. So I think for firms to take that seriously, they need to understand how Cybersecurity can affect them as individuals and as a business, even if it's a 30, 50, 100 person firm. Those firms are getting victimized every day by cybersecurity. And so once they realize that and, and they realize that, that these threats can actually hit home, I think they start taking it much more seriously.
0: As data management laws begin to affect how management funds operate, how has Augeo learned to deal with certain privacy provisions such as GDPR or CCPA?
1: I think specifically what GDPR did is it raised the stakes a little bit. Firms, certainly the ones operating in Europe or with LPs in Europe, had to take their data mapping much more seriously. What I mean by that is they really needed to understand where their data was and how they managed it and the controls they had around their data. We think the same thing will happen once California's privacy law goes into effect. I think it's just raised the stakes for everyone to realize that not only do we need to keep it secure, but we really need to manage it better. You'd be surprised how many firms don't know where all their data is, where all their employee data is, where all their investment data is. Uh, It takes them a while to kind of get the inventory of that data. And GDPR and other provisions has helped us kind of tighten that up.
0: Threat intelligence is an effective first step in safeguarding your firm's data and allows fund managers the opportunity to understand the most important parts of securing it.
1: I would make sure that you're getting really quality threat intelligence. Understand what's happening not only globally, but also to other fund managers. What are the threats? How do you how do you understand that? Because if you don't know what the threats are, you probably aren't building the right defenses. Uh, and so the first thing I would want them to do is to really understand what those threats are, uh, the various threat vectors and the threat actors, what are their motivations, what are their techniques, because once you have that, you can really design your protections adequately. Let's think about what those crown jewels as they are of most firms. So it's going to be data, but also access to funds. And so what we're seeing is that the bad actors are getting increasingly sophisticated in their ability to extract funds, manipulating the various individuals that are responsible for wiring funds, tricking them, socially engineering them to get those funds, that's their end game and they're getting much better at it. They're using more and more data points about an individual to convince them, to trick them, to spearfish them. And so I think while that might not necessarily be new, they're just getting much better at it. And so firms, if they don't have the adequate protections and offenses in place, they're going to be victimized and not for a few thousand dollars at a time. There are firms that are getting victimized with hundreds of thousands of dollars, even millions of dollars. And so they have to take that threat seriously and have a good program in place, not only to detect phishing and prevent it, but also to make sure that when you're uh, dispersing funds of any kind, whether it's a wire or a vendor or even a paycheck to an individual, that that process is very secure.
0: So what does he see as some of the oncoming trends in cybersecurity management? I
1: I think where you're going to see the cybersecurity vendors going is becoming much more aware of the businesses that they're protecting. I think traditionally you've had very generic cybersecurity solutions that they want to apply and sell to any business. I think you're going to start seeing cybersecurity companies that have to become much more vertically aware of their clients and the applications they use. For example, we're doing a lot of stuff with data rooms. Uh, How do we secure those? Well, if you're not a private fund manager, you might not even use a data room. And so if you're going with a, a cybersecurity company that that doesn't even know what a data room is, how can they protect that asset for you? And so I think we're going to find much more business integration with cybersecurity companies as we move forward to make sure that we're really becoming effective.
0: The topic of cybersecurity has been at the forefront of private fund managers' minds in recent years. But the discussion needs to shift towards identifying the bad actors if progress is to be made.
1: One of the things that we're seeing a lot in the private fund space is kind of the working with, like, their partners. So we're seeing private funds getting manipulated because they're pretending to be maybe a a lender or some banking institution. So I think somehow some question, uh, topic, talking about how... Firms need to, not only do they need to educate their employees, which everyone thinks is really important. I think they need to also work on managing and protecting their vendors. That's a big risk area for private fund managers right now. And also I think one of the things that we've done a good job of is understanding threat profiles because we see what's happening to other firms, but just being quicker about taking threats that are happening to client A and making sure that client Z is getting protected as well. Uh, from that same threat. So just that speed that we're applying the threat intelligence from the hundreds of clients we have, I think is one way that we will continue to improve the cybersecurity of our clients.
0: That again was Bart McDonough, CEO and founder of Agio. If you want to hear more episodes of the Spotlight podcast, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, Google Play, and across PEI Media's various titles online. For Private Fund CFO, I'm Connor Hussey. Thanks for listening.